Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. Happy Monday, or should I say happy Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, and I am joining you from the PICU, which is Pediatric Intensive Care Unit, with my oldest son, Jaleel, who is the inspiration for this podcast. He is a NICU graduate, a kidney warrior, cancer fighter, and currently battling a virus called human metanuma virus plus a UTI, which is urinary tract obstruction, not UTI. I'm a little bit fatigued, so forgive me, but urinary tract infection. And so I'm joining you from PICU. And I was a medical mom of NICU. You never want to be in the ICU at all. But when your baby is fighting, my baby's on 10 liters of oxygen. I know you can hear it in the background. And he's currently on antibiotics and IV fluids. And he's been able to get his lab work done. And they had to do a catheterization and check his urine and a swab. And so he's battling human virus plus UTI, urinary tract infection. And as a kidney warrior, these two diagnoses could definitely cause critical care to happen. And so I'm glad that we made it to the hospital in time. And my son has been adjusting to preschool and he's had his share of bugs. And this is one of those bugs that you never want your child to develop. And it's still fall full of germs in the winter as well as um, this virus is coming in the spring. And so previously, my son had rhinovirus, which is common cold. And we had fluconals, nase. It's like a, a nozzle spray that you shoot in the nose on right and left side of the nostril. And you put it at an angle so it can treat the sinus infection. But this is the one virus that you just have to support it and allow the body to fight it and by Jalil being immune suppressed it's very difficult to happen and we just celebrated two years post transplant he had his anniversary on the 4th of February a deceased donor saved his life and 
got him off dialysis. He was on dialysis for two years. And so in this moment, I would just say, trust your mother instinct, your motherly intuition. Because over the weekend, my son started vomiting, and he was coughing all week, but he started vomiting. And so I called the kidney doctor on call, and you can always call the doctor of your child's specialty. They're always available for any emergency throughout the day, throughout the night. And so I called the doctor on call, and long story short, we're here in the hospital on Monday. And I've been here since 8 o'clock, and it's almost 1230 Central Standard Time. But I am thankful because the team flagged his respiratory vitals and he was breathing really hard in the early 80s, needing oxygen treatment. And his heart rate was 120, 130. And so he's right where he's supposed to be. And like my aunt used to say all the time before she passed, and sometimes you need the intervention to help stabilize your child. And there's nothing wrong with your child being in the hospital when they need to be in the hospital because we don't have oxygen support at home, and we definitely don't have IV fluids and antibiotics at home. So he's right where he's supposed to be. And so I would just say if your child needs to be admitted, and they've been doing well outpatient, but something comes up like this virus, you know, trust that they're in the right place at the right time. And even though it's difficult to see, and trust me, we've seen a lot of admissions in this journey, we find peace because we would rather have our child stable and alive than something worse. So I just wanted to come on here to say, medical moms and Nikki, do not be discouraged in this journey. I know it can be difficult. And you can talk to the nurses, the social worker, the doctors, the residents to kind of calm your nerves. If you're not able to be present by bedside, a lot of times I will have the nurses that are taking care of my son give me a daily report. or have the residents give me a daily report because I have two babies at home. One's two, one's one, so I have to stair steppers, three total under six. And so oftentimes I will have to go back home and check on my other two while Jaleel is in the hospital. And so I will have the residents call me and give me updates or the doctors that are seeing them, taking care of them, the nurses. That way I can have peace of mind, even though I'm not here. So I just wanted to do this quick episode, as you can hear the oxygen support in the background this is real medical mom of NICU life and I have a mask on so I'm sorry if I'm muffled but I'm just trying to stay as careful while my son is fighting this virus as well as a UTI infection so remember you are more than capable of handling your child's medically complex care and I'm gonna get off of here so that I can keep my son's mask on take care of yourself